You found the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective podcast, and it'll begin right after this. What if we said a bank isn't a place to lock up money? It's a place to set it free. What if the point of banking wasn't to bank at all, but to put your ideas to work? What if your bank asked, what if, a little more? Well, what if we told you we do? We're American Bank and Trust, where what if meets why not? If you're ready to change what you get out of banking, start a relationship with us. What if you made the move today? From DRG Media Group Sports, this is the Players Perspective Podcast. Bowman gave me the go-ahead and, like, 100% belief that I would make that show. Malia Estes, on the biggest shot she ever hit in basketball, the winning bucket in White River's Class B state semifinal win in 2021. She followed that up, first for the state championship, then with a great senior year. Now, college and coaching are on her mind. Malia Estes is our guest on this edition of the Players Perspective Podcast. Brought to you by American Bank and Trust and Avera Orthopedics. Hi everyone, I'm DRG Media Group Sports Director David Burrell. That winning shot was against Corsica Stickney in 2021 in Huron. Estes and her White River teammates, including one of South Dakota girls basketball's greatest all-time scorers, Kaylin Volander Prue, did win that state championship the next day. And Estes had a very good junior year, but understandably, Volandra Prue received a lot of the attention. This season, as White River made the state tournament again, Estes earned first-team All-State honors and was the leading girls scorer in South Dakota, averaging 27 points per game. She also averaged seven rebounds, two-and-a-half assists, and 3.2 steals per game while shooting 45% from the field and 75% on free throws. Estes looked back to the championship year and her senior year and ahead to what's next, including college and the possibility of coaching with DRG Media Group Sports' Darren Boyle. You uh, played basketball for a long time. Uh, I I think, if my memory is right, uh, you were playing some varsity basketball back in the junior high days. Uh, you played a lot of minutes when you walked off the floor a couple, a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago up in Watertown to close out your high school career. It, it spans a, a very long time. There's been a lot of games played. Oh, yeah, for... About five years. Yeah, you uh, started out varsity level, if I remember right, as an eighth grader? Yep, Yep. in Lower Brewer. Yep, you started out there, played a little bit at Lyman. Uh, I remember getting attention. I, I saw you play. We did did a lot of games on the radio over the years when you played. But uh, what struck me, I think, when you were a sophomore, you passed a 1,000-point scoring total. And I thought, well, yeah, let's see how, how many points you can score. And uh, you, you scored a lot of points early and often in your career. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were also, as your game changed, when uh, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but as you started playing, you were kind of expected to come out, provide a little energy, a little spark off the bench, and score some points. But obviously, as you got a little older, a little more experience, your game had to evolve a lot as, as far as, uh, as you became an upperclassman, became a leader of your ball club for the last three three years or so. Yeah, so um, I've been starting since my eighth grade year. Yep, so you, you've played a lot of minutes and uh, scored a lot of points. 2,200 points, I, I don't know. We were just talking before the interview. It's hard to imagine doing 2,200 of anything except naps maybe for me, but uh, 2,200 mm-hmm. points is a lot of points. Uh, uh, obviously, there's some nights where the, the basket looks like a hula hoop as you're taking some shots. 
It seems that way. Yeah. So, um, but, but let's talk about some of the big games. Obviously, the state championship two years ago for White River, uh, a big moment as part of your high school career. But uh, probably the semifinal game uh, sticks out in your mind as well as you were able to get that put back and be the game winner as time expired to get you into that championship game. Yeah, um, that was a really big moment. Uh, that whole entire game, I probably shot from that same spot, and I was probably like 3-2 for 11. And so when we got into that moment, Kaylin was, was having a, a great game, like always, and Bowman knew exactly who they were going to cover. And so he just gave me the go-ahead and, like, 100% belief that I would make that shot. Well, and so we drew up the play, and... And those are the opportunities that you want to have. I mean, that's what you prepare for, and... And it comes down to a lot. And one thing that's always struck me is the way that the way you've played is basketball IQ. And I, you know, uh, you you have the instincts. You have the the, you know, you understand what's happening out on the floor. You understand what defenses are going to do. You get you draw up a play, and you have to make up your mind in a split second: Are you going to take the shot, or are you going to give the basketball up? And sometimes, sometimes your uh, you know your basketball IQ has to tell you what to do, and you made the right decision there. Yeah. And so as part of that, as uh, you wind down your high school career, 2,200 points scored, but uh, your basketball career is far from over. You have a, a lot of uh, lot of basketball upcoming. You've got a college career to, to look forward to. Tell, tell us a little bit about what your plans are for, for life after high school as you go on to the next level. So immediately, probably after graduation, I will move to Mitchell and start working out and getting ready for my college seasons. Um, I'm actually very excited for that. So I committed to Dakota Wesleyan back in November, I think. And uh, it's just been a really good place. It's, you know, big but small. It's close but not too far. And it everyone just treated you so well. Everyone knows each other. And I think it's just a very good fit for me. Uh, the way they run basketball is a lot like how I've always ran it, like just running gun and a lot of shooting and defense. It's great. But I'm very excited to start my college journey and get to another level of basketball that I can hopefully um, – I can't remember what you would call it, master. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Wesley in a, a program that's had success, but also, as you mentioned, small enough to where they take care of the kids. I've talked to several kids that have uh, participated as part of the program, whether it's girls or boys or men, we should say, and and uh, they uh, talk about the, uh, you know, how well they get treated and what a great program it is down there. And, and uh, you're going to, what are your plans? What are you going to major in? What are you going to want to do as far as, uh, as far as your education down at Dakota Wesleyan? So they have a five-year master program uh, for athletic training. And my mind has been rambling between like becoming a doctor or being a teacher. And that five-year master program just won me over. 
Are you thinking about getting into education or more into coaching or what would you like to do 10 years down the road? Honestly, I just would rather do anything that would keep me close to the game. Yeah, my my understanding is is uh, that you're going to be not only preparing for your first season of college at Dakota Wesleyan, but over the summer you're going to get to do a little bit of coaching around the area as part of a Sacred Hoops program that they're going to get started here in uh, Central South Dakota. Yeah, so I was very curious if I could coach a team, so I contacted Alan Bertram, and he was like, yeah, there's a team starting up in Fort Pier there for you. And, or like, it's right next to you. So I was like, that's perfect. And I know a couple of the girls because some of them are coming from White River and then some of them are from Fort Pier. And I'm close to a lot of Fort Pier girls because uh, my stepmother, Keely Iceland, she's the head coach for them. So I was like fortunate to step into some practices and get to know some of the girls and uh, play with them. And I know a lot of them look up to me. And so we've set aside weekends to work together and just have fun. So I can't wait to coach this summer. Yeah. And the other part of it is I think being at your age, at your level, and and folks are, you know, kids are, they know who you are. They know what you've done as far as your high school career is concerned. And they realize uh, you know, what you're what you're going to be doing next as far as a college basketball career, but you're able to kind of give those uh, underclassmen, those youngsters, uh, an idea of what it takes to get to this level. And we, we can talk about the success, and we can talk about the state championship, and we can talk about the state tournament appearances, and we can talk about the all-state honors and 2,200 points scored, all of that. But it's going to be hard to put into words and uh, to really document what the effort is involved because you've played uh, a lot of basketball at the varsity level, but you've played a lot of basketball that nobody's seen because you have to, to be able to be at the level that you are. Oh yeah. Um, I think what I was always told is that the game is simple, but as long as you put the work in, it will come back to you. So do you have any other advice as far as uh, for, uh, for, the young people, young girls, uh, young boys as well that are uh, trying to put together their future and go, boy, I'd like to be like Malaya. What, what's it take? What, what advice do you have for those young kids? Um, I would say it takes hard work. Um, being good at basketball, you can be a baller and a hooker in the gym, but it's a lot of things that you do outside of the gym that helps you out with the sport. Like weightlifting, it's very... It's very good for basketball. Now, do you, do you um, running, you know, staying in shape. Yeah, are you going to participate in track this year, or are you going to more more focus on basketball? Yeah, um, I was trying to go out for goal, but that it's just a heavy schedule to do that because White River doesn't have a golf course, so they'd have to travel over 30 minutes to go to a golf course. And me being a gym rat, that's, that's just a lot of time to take out of the night. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. So, well, Malaya, for me, it's been a pleasure to cover you all of these years. Uh, we congratulate you on having a, a a great high school basketball career and all the success that you've had. And uh, we'll be watching you, and we hope you have your best. Uh, hope you have the best of luck in the future. 
Yep, thank you. Malia Estes knows her basketball and should serve Dakota Wesleyan and the players she will coach this summer and possibly in the future quite well. This is the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective Podcast. Ah, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Whoa, hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! Oh, oh. Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. College! Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, Visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Players Perspective Podcast. And if there's an athlete from whom you'd like to hear, contact us through drgnews.com or the DRG News app brought to you by Golden Buffalo Casino. The Players Perspective Podcast from DRG Media Group Sports is brought to you by Avera Orthopedics and American Bank and Trust. I'm David Burrell. Thanks for listening.